1: for podcasting. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, now featuring Happy Mondays with two-for-one happy CBD cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. The PSAs you hear on Miller & Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller & Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO, and
2: now on 106.3 FM. Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon uh, here on a Monday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller here to talk sports with you right up until noon. Thanks for spending some of the morning here with us. On the BMW of Des Moines guest list, we have the following scheduled at the bottom of the first hour of the program. Scott Doctorman, who spent last week uh, in Indianapolis at the uh, NFL Combine. We'll pick Doc's brain on that as well as uh, what we saw last night. As Illinois gets past Iowa, Iowa now falls to the 5 seed. We'll get into the Big Ten bracket coming up with Doc at about 10.30. Uh, About uh, 10 minutes before the hour of 11 o'clock, Josh Betts, who spent the weekend in St. Louis, will help us out with yesterday's championship game boy those bulldogs tough tough team uh they go down to loyola of chicago yesterday and now they await on pins and needles to see if there's a uh, a landing spot for them in the NIT remains to be seen but i like their chances we'll we'll see uh, at 1105 rob doster talks college basketball from a national perspective of course field of 68 for rob we'll get into well north carolina duke have to bring up Nebraska. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but what run this team is on, right? I mean, Trev Albert should he have given uh, Fred the the vote of confidence. I don't know, maybe middle of January. <laughs> Who knows? Um but uh anyways, we'll get into Rob uh, we'll talk to Rob Duster about college basketball from a national perspective as man oh man get tied on because here we go. And then uh, Nick Oson on Iowa State, he'll join us uh at 11:30. We'll recap What started out to be just as historically bad, then they turned it on, took the lead in the basketball game, only to fall to the defending national champion Baylor Bears uh, in Waco as the curtain comes down on Iowa State's regular season. They will head to Kansas City and to date with Texas Tech on Thursday night, it's an 8.30 tip. A lot of college basketball from over the weekend. I don't know what else you could possibly have done other than that. Watched, uh, if that's what you I mean, I know you have family responsibilities, sure, and yeah. you'll have one at the bottom of the hour. <laughs> Ellis' uh, classes were um, pushed back a couple of hours, so you'll have to do dad duty and take your daughter to school. And um, It never ends. No, really. Just incredible! By the way, let's stop right here and and clearly thoughts are with the folks affected in Winter Set and the surrounding communities uh, by just the the devastating uh, tornado that uh, passed through Uh, that portion of our wonderful state of Iowa uh, here on Saturday. You and I have to put our thinking caps on because, Mm -hmm. as our audience may know, we are um, backed by our friends at NCMIC, and we're asked to, you know, reach out to the community, and we'll have to find the the right parties. in Winterset that could use some free radio advertising on all of the iHeart stations because in exchange for Trent and i services, we get commercial inventory and are asked to give it away. So we will. So if you know anybody or if you know a, an organization or a point person, please reach out to the Miller and Condon Twitter account. Yes. Let us know. Um, because we are absolutely more than happy uh, to cut commercials and start airing those commercials, fundraisers, anything, uh, as they look to rebuild and and bring that community closer together, but what just awful destruction.
0: It really is, and a community that I've got to know pretty well throughout the years. Way back in the day, I did pretty much all their home football games. Did you really? Yeah. Uh, did that really good community i've uh, done some other things did a couple of basketball games for them this year so got to know a few people in the community a great it feels like home to me it Is feels it really, yeah it wow, feels I like kind of that. where i grew
2: up if you will yeah, radio it's ha- play by play wise
0: yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah. small town yeah. they're in the 3a state oh, tournament for gotcha. boys starting yep. tomorrow yeah it felt like just has
2: that kind of community feel yeah i saw the team was actually out helping clean up yesterday yeah. you know state tournament this week and There they are, doing their, you know, being part of their community and doing what they could to to help out. So, hard not to root for them, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to have a lot of extra backers.
0: It has a feeling this weekend. A really good team. Uh, Got to call one of their players, uh, young Mr. Dinkla, whose dad is a state patrolman.
2: So. Mm. You know, I've heard of his last name, yeah. Pop's last name. Yeah. So, honestly, uh, in in all sincerity, if you know anybody, mm-hmm. if you know the right contact people uh, that you can get us in touch with, please reach out to the Miller & Condon Twitter account and let us know, and we shall do just that um, at, at some point. Well, I'm going to fall on your plate, because... Yep. I'm bolting tomorrow. Yes, you uh, are. After the show, uh, heading, uh, heading out to Vegas. So, anyways, uh, lots of basketball. It was unbelievable entertaining trend. The Missouri Valley Conference Tournament was terrific. Uh, Iowa State's comeback was, I mean, seriously. Who's, their team was down 29 to 4, I think. Tw- was I it 29 or? Yeah, whatever it was. And then uh, 31 to 8 with seven that's, minutes left.
0: that's what I was, yeah, the 31 to 8. Because I'll be honest. You had the U and I game just wrapping up. Uh huh. Had parent duties. Five o'clock tip. Yep. Had the Drake game on. That was that's had the TV and we're getting dinner One ready and, that was too. and running around. And so we got all this happening. And I said, at 31 8. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the D V R. Right. I'm not watching.
2: No. no I, I don't going. have to
0: worry about it. I'll watch it in Fast yep. Forward Sunday night. That's what I do. I'll get to it. I'll watch it in that time. But I'm not gonna have to it's over.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then all of a sudden I see the scroll score mm-hmm. crawl. And the Drake game's coming down to the wire, Yes, and it's tight, and it's great. great. And I'm locked into that one, and I kind of got the kids and wife into that one, too, telling the kids, this is Des Moines' team, so they're kind of excited about it. This is our team. They're getting pumped up about it. Then I got the Iowa State game. Well, what do I do? I just had to watch it on DVR. It's what I had to do, and it's it's unfortunate that you kind of have to pick and choose those moments. And the end of a regular season game versus a semifinal game in a conference Mm -hmm. tournament, just Drake got top billing, and that is certainly a rarity as it pertains to either I or I state. No. Drake or you and I usually doesn't get top billing no. but it did
2: on Saturday Yeah, for me. tough team Drake uh, surviving and then really giving uh, uh, Loyola a run yesterday. That 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 uh, they were up what 18 to 8 or 18, 18 eight. to yep. 6, 18 to 8 and and then it seemed like everything was going their way, and then instantly it wasn't. And mm-hmm. then the, and Loyola goes on that run, and and it and wasn't it, like it was just a spurt; was a couple steals. No, it was, and
0: it it was, was a sustained. It was long, yeah. and they buckled down offensively. Right. And Drake couldn't get anything going. Mm-hmm. And really, at that point, it's when Tucker really started to struggle. Is in foul trouble? Yes, and he's so impactful. Yeah, he really is. But that charge with four fouls. I know the charge that he draws gutsy. gutsy. You know, if you don't get the call, I mean, it is a, done. It's a coin flip game. Mm-hmm. That call is a coin flip, mm-hmm. yet he played defensively, perfect position right there, takes it right in the chest, makes out the hoof sound to get the ref's attention, yeah. and gets the charge and going back the other way.
2: No, refereeing was a real story, unfortunately, a oh. disappointing story all weekend long, whatever basketball game, for the most part, right. I'm assuming you were watching, because it reared it says. Although, I'll say this, Calcher he embellished that, that play. Oh yeah, I mean he 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 dove. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a flop.
0: The the neck back thing.
2: Yes, come on, don't do that, Gabe Kalscher. Yeah. I mean, you 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 almost dared the official not to make a call, and he didn't at that point. And that was a huge part of the game. Would it have made a difference in the outcome? Who knows? The head snap
0: is actually something that has
2: been talked about in Watch referee for circles. That, right? Yes, if you see that,
0: yeah. don't make the call because right. that is somebody trying to sell a call. Uh-huh. And because of that, if you just
2: plays it out. He embellished it for sure. You get the call. Yep, you might likely. have. You might have. Although, again, refereeing was a was. A, I mean, it's been bad all year long, but yep. this weekend, uh, just and not just men's. No, women's no. was rough too. Was yesterday, watching the uh, the the Big Ten championship, a lot of it. I watched a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bunch of it in that game. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, both men's and women's, the officiating hasn't been good. Anyway, it's a tough sport to get. I get <laughs> it. I mean, Kofi Covin does the, shuff, the shuffle in the in the pain every time he catches the ball. It's a travel every time. Every single time. Now, I get it because he's Kofi Coburn and the officials think, well, somebody's got to be hanging on this dude. There's got to be contact, so you can't see everything. But every now and then, look down at his feet. Right. And you see him moving along. Oh, my gosh. And he's getting four or five steps in there. Trent, that's not an exaggeration when you say that. It's every time, four or five freaking steps. You're not allowed to do that.
0: I will let one get away last night. And yeah, they did. Well, make a free throw. The free throws are going to be kind of point A that uh-huh. everybody's going Chris to Chris Murray to. misses three, and then Keegan mm-hmm. misses two out of the three. You get fouled on two three-pointers late in the game. And you make one. You go one of six. Yep. It's not going to get it done. And I'm, with I'm, all that, right. they got a great shot. Yeah, they did. Your best three-point yep. shooter by percentage yep. in the corner, open three. Yep. And that thing was halfway down till mm-hmm. it bounced out, hit the glass, and bounced out. Iowa, yeah, it's frustrating. You had a 15-point lead. Right. You let it dissipate towards the end of the first half. Early in the second half, Illinois gets right back in it. You went toe-to-toe with the Big Ten champions in their place, with everything to play for. And packed in their place. You did it without a starter. Mm-hmm. Now, would Patrick thrive in that kind of game? I would say no.
2: No. But Boy, they had a plan for Joe and Bahana, didn't they? Yes, they Mr. did. Mr. Fraser, meet J-Bo. And stick right to him the entire game. And he didn't play. No, well, he got in foul trouble. What, 16 minutes and change? 17 <laughs> I, minutes? I have harped on this so much. Yeah, but you know what? I don't I think this was one of the games where they were actually better without him. Absolutely. Because yeah. Fraser was not gonna let him shoot. But if you can't trust No, I know your I six year right. senior if there's one guy on the roster. Then
0: we know this is never <laughs> going to change. Uh, We've said it's uh, never going to change and now you have all the ammo you need mm-hmm. to know. It is not going to change. No, It's not your six year senior that doesn't <laughs> foul a ton. It's not a big guy, Mexi- it's not a guy guarding Kofi Coburn and you can't let him play. Okay. Yeah. This is not going to change. It's not going to happen. But you're right. This is not the game for him. Toussaint, can we get the guy some new sneakers? What's going on?
2: Man, Trent, he, just, he gave up from underneath him for crying All out loud. All the time. I know it. It's not sneakers because he's gone through a bunch of no, different No, he's kicks. going too fast. Right. And, he and gets, Fran just put his head in his hands. He yeah. just buried
0: it. He goes to these angles that you don't see on a basketball floor. And he's falling back and falling to the side. And It was like a hockey stop. That's how he tried to stop yes. himself. Teach the young man a nice, good, solid uh, jump stop. Uh, I, I can send you back to Osage basketball camp. Fifth grade, we learned that well. It's just, get that jump stop. He must have missed that He list. must have missed that one. They, did, they were doing that in Brooklyn, apparently.
2: Uh, Sanford was great. Confidence mm-hmm. is building. How about Perkins? I mean, my
0: God. And you know I've loved TP oh. this whole season. And when it was rough, I still stayed well. I, mm-hmm. I, had, I have a lot of Tony Perkins stock that I bought up throughout the Ooh. year. And really the last two years, his ability to get to the rim. His physicality that he plays well, with. Well, who was it? Did he just
2: was, wasn't hard. it might have been Fraser or was it whoever it was under the basket, he was taking him to the basket. Yes. As he laid it in. Uh late in the basketball game. Don't remember who it was, but yeah, to to your point, that's exactly what happened.
0: Even in a loss, you walk Carabello away. Corabello, because he fouled out. That's who it was. Even in a loss, you walk away saying this Iowa basketball team, they have a real chance. Yes. And, it, and it's not but we always say, well, it depends on matchups. I don't think this is matchup dependent. Trent, that they have to get
2: the right path to get I to. I a totally sweet agree 16. with you. What's their number to win the Big Ten tournament? Oh, you want to go there? No, well, I'm not going to go there because I won't bet the locals. But I, you know what? If I, if that wasn't a policy, right? Yes, uh, of, of mine. I absolutely would would bet that team. You like the path that they have? I don't mind it at all. You would have well, liked well, it better if they would have got the win
0: last night. True, because
2: then you wouldn't have to play Nebraska first. Right, right. <laughs> Nebraska, who is.
0: Trent, they're on fire playing as well as uh-huh. anybody and play without their best player last night. right. They're really good. So I saw Iowa. I think we had the third best odds going into the weekend. So people are already jumping aboard with this Iowa team at the level that they're playing. Let's bring up the can, college basketball odds here.: Can you get six to one? Well is Purdue the favorite? That's who would I? Yes: Yeah. Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois. Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois. That is, and we got to wait and see with Johnny Davis, yeah, what that's point. going to be because. Although Guard said he's going to get round the clock treatment, whatever that means. Right. Scrolling through. All right. Here we are Big Ten Conference winner. This is from DraftKings. Purdue is your favorite, plus 220. Mm-hmm. Illinois, the second choice, plus 370. Mm-hmm. The fourth, cho- third choice, excuse me, is the Iowa Hawkeyes. Are they? jeez? Four to one. Illinois, plus 750 mm-hmm. now. They're on the Purdue side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. Johnny Davis, we don't know. I guess right. you can get that. Buckeyes 10-1. Michigan 12-1. to And I bought Michigan last week, before the Iowa-Michigan game. They were 18-1 to at that point. I said, boy, Howard coming back. Like this team. We'll see about Hunter Dickinson.
2: But do you want him back? Martelli's done a nice job. Yes, he has. Maybe he's got a little more say <laughs> inside that locker, or inside Be- that huddle going forward. Because they didn't come, unless I've missed this, when, when the suspension was announced, they're going to... Readdress it after mm-hmm. the end of the regular season, whatever that means. I, uh, you know, those promos that you get
0: from like the DraftKings mm-hmm. of the world and mm-hmm. free twenty dollars bet. Right. I, I'll give you right now at the Connor Casino a free twenty dollars bet, but you can only use it in the Big Ten on one of these two teams. Well, at plus seven fifty, I'm gonna take Illinois. No, nope, no, nope, can't have them. Oh, one of those two teams. I'm gonna give you the two teams right oh, here. Okay, here's your free bet. You can either bet it both at twenty five to one, the Indiana Hoosiers or the Michigan State Spartans. Who do you want at 25-1? to 1? And Is it a free bet? It's a free bet.
2: It's throwaway. Sparty. It's Sparty? Yeah, I think so. Izzo, March. Uh, they got out to a huge lead yesterday. Maryland mm-hmm. got back into their credit. They did. Um, yeah, Sparty. It's Sparty, yeah. Don't Wouldn't you? I guess, but I...
0: Well, I would, again, like the path if... Wisconsin doesn't lose the game. And everyone's pointing to the Davis injury. They were struggling with Nebraska mm-hmm. up until that point. I know they were. It's not like they were up 12. No. Davis gets hurt and everything falls apart. It was a nip-tuck game. Right. And Nebraska playing without their leading scorer. Right. McGowan wasn't there. No, So what happened? This team was brutal. And now they've gone on the road and beat Penn State, who we know is pretty good at home. Mm-hmm. They beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And now they win at Wisconsin. How does that happen? Trent, honest to God, you can
2: pinpoint to Trev Alberts' vote of confidence. Yeah. That night they played Iowa tough. You know, Iowa beat them by 10, but as you look back and think, wow, that was a better win maybe than we thought at the time. Right. And then they haven't lost since. I don't know. I mean, obviously that's not what's behind it. But for whatever reason, man, they're playing their you know what's off, a little looseness. I mean, and I don't like Ohio State. I mean, no. Ohio State is not playing well right now.
0: No. And what were the Buckeyes? I think that I mean that's a throwaway, a ten to one. Yeah. No pass. Fifth choice. No thanks. No, no. I'd rather have Michigan. I'd rather have Rutgers. I'd rather have Michigan State or Indiana. How about Rutgers with a double buy Rutgers <laughs> on the bubble. I know. Now they're in. I mean, they're going to be in now, don't they? Those quad four losses, boy, they are impactful in a big time way. Have you uh, seen this morning the updated net numbers? No. I was uh, going to look at it. hadn't had a chance yet this morning to see how far Wisconsin fall. Again, we've talked about this a lot. The computers don't like the Badgers. They just don't. Efficiency-wise, they are not a great offensive team. They won a lot of close Mm -hmm. games. Because of that, these are, again, advanced numbers that look towards the future. So will will what you're looking at tell us what they were before the Nebraska game? They were going into the game yesterday 20th okay. in the net. They only dropped to 21st. Yeah. So not very impactful. We've seen other teams that have taken huge jumps. Now I did see, uh, I think Nebraska flirting with the top 150. They moved up like 39 spots I really... at Ken Palm. And I don't know if that also translated over to the, to the net numbers, but they took a huge jump up with uh, that road victory. All right, let's go to Ken Pomeroy. Wisconsin, they're down to 30th now in the country at Ken Palm. Twenty-four and six losses at home to Providence, Ohio State, Michigan State, Illinois, Rutgers, and this final one to Nebraska, and that's good enough for thirtieth in the country.
2: Where did the uh, the mock the uh, the bracketologists a number of them got together over the uh, over the last four days and did their mock uh, selection committee bracket? Where did they place Wisconsin? That was before the Wisconsin-Nebraska game. Oh, it was? Because, I I mean, it came out last night, so I was wondering if it was after. Because I saw Uh, that uh, Shelby put it out there. You liked it. I liked it. Um... It came
0: out 13 hours ago. Yes, so you are right. Let's scroll through here. I got the bracket up in front of me. They have, looking for the Wisconsin Badgers. Where are you? Bucky. Bucky's not jumping. The right at the bottom is a two seed. Two seed. Is that a seed line loss?
2: Hmm. Maybe go to a three. Maybe Iowa in this a scenario a yeah. six. Yeah, Iowa State is an eight. I think they're an eight. Yeah, they play North Carolina. You- <laughs> North. We've seen that before in the yes, tournament. Yes, we have. Was that game in San Antonio? Maybe that sounds familiar. I think it was. Okay. Uh, did Nien get hurt the game before that? Was
0: that the year? No, I think those are. Well, it might be the same year. Nien got hurt before the Kentucky game in the Sweet Sixteen. He got beaten around a 32 but I, game? Yeah, I don't remember. That wasn't against Carolina. Carolina was a first round game. Was it? Yep. Okay. That was an 8 9. Was it an eight nine game?
2: I don't recall. There's so many games. we watched <laughs> They, they over all the fall years. together, don't they? Uh, it, it truly does. Well, you can see that you can see their body of work. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them together. We have two of them on our show. Uh, Kerry Miller, Shelby Mass was part of, of course, the Corsi. Some big names all participated in that exercise. And uh, if you're so inclined, you'll be able to see that um, at Bracket Wag on Twitter at Bracket Wag. So it's not just one guy's. No, opinion. this is this is a whole group of them. They went through what they were told. The 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 same kind of rule the same few days that the committee actually has um maybe they had ice cream although i don't think they were all together because <laughs> i think that's tradition right once the bracket is done they they serve ice cream they serve ice cream but at least they used to that's how it's done that's how it's interesting
0: done. iowa state they got a run in them did saturday do enough to say maybe there is something to this iowa state team I know they're not Well, doing... there's
2: something to them. I mean, yes. they're in the tournament. Sure. Um, do they have a run at them? Kalsur shot the ball really well. Mm-hmm. He, he did. He had. A, he had. Um, but can you count on that, or does no. now this disappear now for the next? I don't know. A couple of weeks because that's how seemingly he goes. Mm-hmm. He has a good shooting game then before bad ones. Um, I don't know. I'd like to think so. You know, who was really good was Robert Jones. Yes, he was good. Robert Jones reappeared, uh, offensively. Kind mean, was uh, solid. Yes, he was. And that's how you beat Baylor, yep. right? Now, you with know, just
0: Thamba mm-hmm, inside that knows that, mm-hmm, hey, I can't foul. So mm-hmm, we don't get anybody else inside. That's
2: true. You pound the ball inside. And he, he finished with uh, with four fouls. Yeah, that was a remarkable comeback. As bad as that was to start, I mean, mm-hmm. historically bad. And coming off an historical, and this was because they set records uh, as, as far as ineptitude. And you think, oh, my God, we're we about to see this again. But to their credit, they turned it on and had a uh, really good, um, you know, final. Thirty twenty five minutes mm-hmm. uh, of that game in Waco actually had the lead for crying out loud, right? In the game, in a game that Brockington didn't shoot particularly
0: well. No, he wasn't great offensively. It was a weird game. It was hard to get much flow to it. Iowa State comes roaring back. Mm-hmm. All right, they're right back into the game. It just it didn't have the normal feel of a basketball game that you're kind of used to here. I give him a shot against Texas Tech. Texas Tech's kind of leaking some oil here. Yep, we. I, I think both of us became really enamored
2: with them. Early February towards would the middle part. Who you like part? to win the Big Twelve? Because Kansas is likewise. It's, it's, they're on the next car lift right beside. Well, them I told in you, the shop. I've
0: already fired at Iowa State at twenty-six to one. I have to. Yeah, Hilton South, <laughs> like please twenty-six to one. Mm-hmm. And even if they win a game, you can hedge out of that, and make a profit. Mm-hmm. And if they get to the title game, I'm sitting pretty.
2: And boy, you're sitting. And if the they win line. it all, it's even better. Twenty-six to one. Whew. That was at Circa. Thank you for that. And that's where we will be. Yes. Are, that's where you will be watching the championship game, regardless who's on it on Saturday night. Um, as we will make our way to Vegas. We've on.
0: had uh, quite a few people reach out. We'll be there. Do our show on Friday from mm-hmm. Circa from the yep. Vison Studios there, and then we're going to be hanging out. Ken's got a little business to do right after the show, but going to be sitting there. We got a booth. We're going to be hanging out. Had a few people stop by. Find us. We'll be able to. You'll be able to spot us. Sit down. Have well, a beer. Yeah. Watch we'll some be games. wearing our
2: black and no pullovers. Yes,
0: yes, yes. And uh, stop by. I've had a lot of people reach out to Twitter. Come see us. We're going to be, be there. Fun, and I don't think we're going to be moving from our spot watching college <laughs> basketball all day long on Friday. How wonderful that's going to be. So, how many games will you bet? Uh, Friday is probably second only to Thursday in terms of volume. I would guess I'll bet thirty games. Thirty. <laughs> thirty games. <laughs> Limit yourself to 30. Hold off to 30. Well, now I'm doing a little math because my my unit price always goes up when I get to Vegas. It's not the $10, $11 that I play with online here. It usually goes up 30 But at 30, let's see. $50 a game, that's going to add so up very quickly. So are you ever going to get
2: back to your seat, or are you just going to be at the window constantly standing in front of it? Well, don't forget, you can download it. Well, if you download
0: it, you can. Yep, and yep. fund the app, and yep. I can just do it there. So I'll be doing that. I'll be keeping my eye on those live lines. Oh, it's going to be such a wonderful day. <laughs> Seriously, this Friday, I think, is my favorite day of college basketball. I know the NCAA tournament is great. In terms of for a well, better. volume Yes, because of the betting opportunities. Mm-hmm. And there's so much... I don't know, almost unknown as it pertains to the NCAA tournament, when it's conference tournaments and it's teams that know each other and you can look back at matchups and you can you know, do some different kind of handicapping in that fashion. There's just something about that day. And also, I maybe had my greatest gambling day ever on one of these days, one of these Fridays a few years back, and maybe that's why it's got a special place in my heart. But as a gambler, this Friday... It is just wall-to-wall starting at 11 a.m., and it goes deep, deep into the night. we got Big West Championship mm-hmm. game. They're still there playing that in Henderson, the Big West. Are they? Yeah, at where some convention center. I have no idea. I, I took a look at the building, and it looks like a, a nice high school gym but for the really? Big West. Yeah. So you got Cal State Northridge against whoever. Yeah, that's where the title tilt will be on Saturday
2: night. The, the only Orleans, thing I know about Henderson is that's where the M is.
0: Okay. It's considered in Henderson, huh?
2: Uh-huh. I know it's way out oh, there. Oh, it's way. It gets South Point. Keep going. Yeah. I think it's the last casino before you head to. Well, no, that's not true because Prim's right on the border. Uh, but it's before, before the California Nevada border. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're about to get into, you know, countryside, if you will, or desert, more important, I guess, more accurately.
0: Craig uh, checking in here. Niang got hurt in the North Carolina Central game. Okay, I knew year. North Carolina in the was first part round. of it. Yep, North Carolina Central—that was Carolina. a pretty good NCC team too. Were they? Yeah, I had. A, I remember that week I had a beat writer on from them, and really studied them really well. They were—they were not your normal, you know, lower-seated team. Okay. They were really talented,
2: but but what, it was in San Antonio. San Antonio, though, you got that part right. Um, Well, good stuff. Uh, We will get to Scott Dockerman coming up here about 10.30. Again, we're going to recap the Drake, the the Loyola game, Mm -hmm. uh, coming up at, um, oh, 10.50 or thereabouts with Josh Betts. Boy, the Drake, man, they they put up a fight, didn't they? I thought going into it, I I saw the line. I thought, man, that's not enough points, Loyola. Drake played late on Friday, had to go to overtime against most state. Can they possibly have anything left uh, for this game against Loyola? And, man, oh, man, they did. They really and truly did. A toughness factor that has been built with this program. How much did they miss Wilkins and his threes? They missed him, but. I think so too. Not
0: as much as I thought they would.
2: Well, they couldn't go. Did they, I don't think they went past six deep. I don't think DeVries did. No,
0: no. You um, saw Akandale a little bit late. Late, yeah. yeah play some defense, mm-hmm. but it was. This is our team. My team's on the floor.
2: Right. <laughs> it's, yeah, Vries, what a job he's done. Hello, Jeff. What's on your mind?
1: Hey, let's first I just want to give a shout out to the Iowa women. Uh, you know, Caitlin Clark has an off night, Sonana gets thirty, uh, players of the tournament. Uh, it's good to see other players on Iowa step up. You've heard me say this before on your show about, you know, it's more than just Caitlin. You know, Caitlin does stir the drink, but you know, she's got other players on that team. So props to them. You know, let's talk about, you know, the Iowa men. And the biggest you know, one of the biggest things was they get out rebounded by thirty their first game mm-hmm. and I had to write this down so I, I could read this right so I could tell you guys and and our listeners here they only lost the rebounding battle by four so let that soak in they get out by 30 <laughs> and then they only lose it by four mm-hmm. they hold Illinois to 74 points this isn't we all know about their offense but their defense is starting to come around this is point. why we're turning the page it's not it's not um on the offensive side it is the re it is on the defensive side. It starts with rebounding on both sides. It starts with everybody buying in their, into their role. Um, shooting, I had to write this down, shooting 40% for three.
3: Uh, a push
1: with turnovers. And Trent said this earlier. This game was definitely for, you know, for the, you, know, you definitely could win this game. But going into the tournament, forget about the Big Ten. Yes, it'd be nice for them to go far. But let's have them peak. Let's get them into the Sweet 16. Um so what a great way to end. Um, and again, and I, I haven't heard none of your, um, none of you guys talk about it, or you know, people that are around Iowa. But I'm going to throw this out here. I'm kind of curious to hear what you think. If Chris Murray tests the waters, I could see him going pro. And I haven't heard anybody mm. say this. I,
0: I brought it up I mean, once in passing, Jeff. And, and thank you for the call. Yeah, it was Jeff. something that just does he go through the at least testing. Well, there's no reason why he shouldn't. He's a genetic twin right. to the guy that's going to be a lottery pick. Right. I mean, and get feedback. I mean, right? It can't, I certainly can't hurt. And if it's, hey, you'll probably be drafted, but it'll be second round or mm-hmm. undraftable. Okay, then you go back and, mm-hmm. and become the star for next year's basketball team. But I think at the very least, yes, it's worth a look, Jeff. I think it's a really good point. And you're right. Something that just came up kind of in passing one day. But, yeah, it deserves consideration because a guy like that, again, his twin brother, mm-hmm. identical twin, is going to be a lottery pick. He's a lefty. Yeah, Chris, at least sniff
2: around see what else is There's out there. no reason not to. Uh, coming up on 10.30, we'll get a timeout. Uh, Trent will uh, take Elliot to school. I will speak with Scott Dockerman and Josh Betts. Uh, we'll recap the uh, Missouri Valley Conference tournaments with uh, Mr. Betts. Doc was in Indianapolis. He's next. Miller in Condon underway on a Monday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Welcome back, Miller and Condon. there we go, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Scott Dockerman joins us. Doc, thanks for being patient. Gremlins uh, got us there, but uh, they're out of the way now. How are you, Scott Dockerman?
4: Hey, I can't complain, you know. I just shoveled the driveway uh, <laughs> with my snowblower, I guess, and... Uh... It's a beautiful Monday in in March. How uh, everything's going wonderful. So let's go back
2: to Indianapolis. You spent the week there. I want to start with the combine itself, Doc, because there's just some events that seem like they're, you know, the college baseball World Series, Omaha, the combine, the NFL scouting combine indianapolis and yet the nfl maybe see bigger dollar signs and i know jerry jones wants to be involved uh this won't be popular amongst the people that cover this event in indianapolis but it sounds like maybe it's uh, about to uh, switch cities
4: yeah i guess uh you know the dallas slash frisco texas area and Los Angeles is going to get involved in the combine, and um, and it's understandable. I mean, the Metroplex is uh, you know got a huge area, up, you know, it's bigger than Indianapolis, and it's um, an easier place to uh, get into as far as aircraft goes. I mean, not for me because I drive, right. but and then Los Angeles, you know, the NFL Network studios are right there on the property, so I understand all the logistical issues uh, pluses there, and and it has become kind of a excuse me bigger event than than just to go in there to get your medical evaluation but but that said there's just something about indianapolis like you said with omaha and the college world series and some other places that it just it feels like home everybody knows where to go uh it's the place you know there's the the places at midnight and two in the morning Hmm. that people meet and uh I think it would be a real shame if the left indie. Well, let's talk about uh, where,
2: what what you saw. Let's start with the locals, Iowa and Iowa State, both well represented. Uh, Doc, I don't know how much of uh, of each of the events that you were able to to witness. Uh, I know you got some interviews. I know your piece this morning. I found it really good when you talked to a bunch of former players, and uh, that piece is up at the athletic. Also, you're some, you're asking for questions for your uh, next uh, mailbag that will be posted. But your thoughts on what you saw from the Cyclones and the Hawkeye, guys as they went through the drills and the interviews
4: honestly i mean i think just about all of them um improved their status i mean you know going into this yeah, they've got so much film that that really that should stand for itself but but we know that there's you know some of these events or some of these uh, um you know whatever you want to call them you know drills are really matter as far as how people kind of establish themselves how they separate themselves and you know, Brees Hall talking about specifically that he's the best running back in the draft. You know what? He kind of proved it. Yeah. I mean, his vertical was the height, and that shows a lot of explosiveness. Uh, he had the sixth fastest forty; was under sub four four. And and his broad jump was really good. And you know, he didn't bench, but that's all right. And and I think uh, the film stands up. So um, it's going to be more of a matter of between him and Kenneth Walker and and probably Isaiah Spiller as far as who is that first running back picked, but. Brees Hall made a really good statement, and I thought he uh, emphasized that he could probably go anywhere from late first round to, you know, maybe early third, but I think probably earlier than that. And then, uh, you know, you look at the other running back there, Tyler Goodson, and they both have had such a, you know, kind of an intertwined career and uh, his numbers really stood out for me. I thought they were better than I expected because he was, uh, you know, on track to be probably a very late round pick, but, but when you run four four two. Um, and you're able to get a vertical up of over 36 inches, I mean, that's really impressive. And you look back at some of Iowa's other running backs in recent years, I mean, the last one that, that ran that fast was, I don't know, because none of them <laughs> have done that. Not Cedric Shaw, anyway. I mean, Akron Wadley was nowhere near that. Uh, Fred Russell was nowhere near that. And And so I think... Tyler Goodson really performed well.
2: No, he really did. And and reading the uh, listening to the national guys too, kind of caught them off guard that uh, that he ran as uh, as quickly as he did. Uh, what else stood out from the combine, Doc? Uh, not necessarily uh, pertaining about penning at You and I, I mean, he was uh, drew raised from everybody. Um, you know, prior to that at the senior bowl, and then when he did his forty, everybody's talking about him. But uh, who were some of the other guys that really seemed to uh, to jump out and was uh, you know one of the buzz players uh, that. Went through the procedure.
4: Yeah, it has to definitely be Trevor Penning, as you said. I mean, he you know to run a, to run a sub four nine and be you know three hundred twenty five pounds at six seven and and it was just really fascinating to talking to him. One of the things I wanted to ask him about was how did Iowa, Iowa State, even Minnesota you know not recruit mm-hmm. you and and then I went back through his history and it's like well. He, he was a class A player I went What didn't even make third team all state. You know, he's like I was a twig and back then. And then finally, I started talking to him. But by then, I'd already got my scholarship offer. They wanted me to walk on. And you're like, yeah, this kid uh, grew like four or five inches when he got to college and gained another hundred pounds. And now look at him. He's going to be a, a, a multi millionaire here in a, in a month and a half. And you know, and Tyler Linderbaum, I thought, you know, he didn't work out obviously, but. Um, you know, people are going to be talking about his short arms because that's what people do after this, and mm-hmm. I, I strongly suggest people watch the film instead of uh, looking at that part of things. But, but I think the fact that he went in back in and played in that uh, bowl game with a midfoot sprain really shows his t- toughness and tenacity and and all, what he's all about. So I thought that was pretty interesting too. And then finally, Dayton Belt just had an amazing um, combine. I thought he. First of all, he handled himself so well. Uh, you know, speaking to media and and, and other sources, and then just uh, the way he ran, um, the way he jumped. I think he really vaulted himself into that. Uh, conversation for probably high third day pick, you know, fourth fifth round. Mm-hmm.
2: Interesting, Scott Dockerman from the Athletic. You can read uh, Doc's work uh, at the Athletic from the combine this past week. And again, the mailbag is open. If you'd like to submit your question uh, per- questions uh, pursuant to uh, to the Hawkeyes. Well, Doc, let's uh, what uh, let's uh, recap what we saw last night and then set up the uh, the Big Ten tournament. Iowa had them; they had a big lead in the basketball game. Uh, Illinois comes roaring back uh, in the game. It was not a game that Jordan Bohannon was going to have any success I know that he was on the bench once he picked up that second foul uh, but it was really not a Bohannon game right so they Fraser had other plans for him and, and that plan was you are not going to get an opportunity to shoot the basketball and every time uh, seemingly uh, he had the ball in his hand Jay Bo Fraser was right there and in his face and wouldn't let him shoot your thoughts on what you saw last night as in Illinois as Illinois locked uh, knocked off the Hawks but man I had the shot they wanted at the end of the game
4: yeah, they did. Um highly 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 competitive game between two ancient rivals. Uh came down to the end. There was so much at stake for really for both teams. Illinois chance to win its first or share of its first Big 10 regular season title in 17 years. Iowa had a chance to get a double-bye, had that big lead as you said. I knew that lead would get cut. I mean, sure. you know, just don't go into champagne and keep that against a team like that. Um but, you know, they they rallied. Uh free throw shooting killed them and they were the best free throw shooting team in the league that's uh, that that's a, a really tough moment, I think, for them. I mean, if they were going to lose, that's not the area that you'd want to lose and, and certainly not the area you'd expect to. That, that was probably the biggest thing when they're starting to get some free throws down the stretch and couldn't convert. Uh, but as you said, right at the very end, Chris Murray in the corner had that shot. And uh, I kind of tweeted out right before that because uh, Kenyon Murray was on the other end of the Andy Kaufman shot. Mm. Back in 1993, the one of the biggest shots in Big Ten history, and and uh, he was def- being told, "Don't foul, don't foul, don't foul." So he stayed away and confidently hit that shot. I thought here's a chance for his boys to get some revenge, but uh, just didn't quite happen. But um, you know, Iowa has nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, they're not going to be happy with some of the things they did, but. Uh, You know, to go eight and two down the stretch, it completely evaporated any talk of the Fran Bay. This is the best Iowa team under Fran entering the tournament. Maybe not the best overall, but the best team right now and. And I think they they're capable of doing some something that they haven't done in a long, long time.
2: I totally agree with you. I mean, I think it's total, it's completely wide open. Yes, they're going to have to, you know, play that extra game if they're going to get to the championship game. It would be four games in four days as opposed uh, to three. But um, the cards didn't fall their way, <laughs> unbelievably. So Rutgers actually gets uh, a double buy. You've seen the bracket, I'm sure. Your thoughts on the way it sets up, Doc? And look, if they they'll get the winner, the Nebraska Northwestern, if they. They prevail there then they get Rutgers will it be tough sure uh but it's uh Iowa will be favored in the game and then uh potential rematch against Illinois awaits on Saturday it's not the I mean it's 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 not a path that is absolutely out of the question that they can get to Sunday
4: oh you're right I I think um they, they've got to take it you know I don't want to throw any cliches they'll have enough of them themselves but But, uh, you know, the way Northwestern played was probably uh, against Iowa, you know, a week ago was not indicative of how good Northwestern can be. Not that they're a good team or anything, but I think they're capable of playing well. Same thing with Nebraska. They've showed it yesterday with, you know, they they saved uh, the most shocking upset of the season for the last day, uh, upsetting Wisconsin and and keeping Wisconsin from an outright Big Ten title. That says something about the way Fred is, has got them, you know, kind of going in the right direction at the last kind of couple of games. That's That says a lot about that team. So I think you're going to see a motivated opponent, um, Iowa will, on that first game. And, you know, not to draw on the past too much because I don't think this team bears any resemblance from some of those others, but Iowa's always struggled um, in that first game um, in the Big Ten tournament. And I think this is a chance, you know, if you get a either one of those teams will want to beat Iowa. And, uh, and so if... <laughs> If Iowa doesn't play well, it's going to get bounced. Now that said, you, you don't really take that point of view. I think Iowa's capable of beating either one of those teams decisively. Going and beating Rutgers, and you talk about a game that had such ramifications. You think about that crazy stupid foul that was called on Keegan Murray at the end of that Rutgers game, and maybe that maybe everything's flipped around. And uh, so I think Iowa could beat Rutgers. Now, if you get into Saturday, it's and it's a slam dance with Illinois again you're going to see the same type of game and this time it's in a neutral site so you know it wouldn't surprise me there but getting 4 for 4 is awfully difficult if i was to pick a team that I think is going to win it it's probably Purdue I still mm-hmm. think Purdue's the best team in the I Big Ten think. and and so uh you know I I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa got to Sunday and then lost to Purdue
2: uh Doc back to the combine I just said somebody reached out and asked me to ask you so we will uh Kohler and uh, Chase Daniel um the two, the two Iowa State tight ends uh anything that you recall from their combine experience
4: well, Kohler didn't work out, uh, so I was a little surprised so much with that. But I think Chase Allen was, was did all right. I mean, you know, Allen, he had some pretty yeah. decent, um, you know, uh, moments. I mean, in, a, in the three cone, he was second among tight ends. That says a lot for being 250 pounds, six picks and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he, yeah, he showed some decent vertical, and um, and his and his 20 uh, yard shuttle was good. So I, I think in a lot of ways that Chase Allen really did something. Um, you know, improved his if you will. And now, you know, I'm not involved in those meetings with the teams, but I can't imagine either one of them, you know, perform poorly. They've, they're great representatives of themselves and their school all these years. So, uh, but, you know, it would be nice to see Kohler work out, but I imagine he'll probably be pro at, at Iowa State's pro day in two weeks. Yeah, yep. Good stuff, Doc.
2: Thank you. Appreciate you coming on. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Scott Dockerman. All right. Have a good one. Yeah, you the same. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. Uh, as we uh, uh, recap the combine and quick hit on Iowa basketball. All right, uh, Josh Betts, weekend in St. Louis. He'll recap that with me next. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. G Center of Iowa. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Josh Betts, joshbetsports.com. I'm going to recap. Uh, the Missouri Valley Conference tournament, in particular the championship game from yesterday—a game that Drake got out to a uh, a nice lead, eighteen to eight, I think was it was maybe eighteen to six, but only to see uh, Loyola come back and a uh, pr- pretty entertaining game. Josh joins me, Josh Ken Miller. Thanks for coming on, Josh Betts. How are you?
3: Yeah, doing great, Ken. Appreciate you having me back on.
2: No, listen. We appreciate what you're doing for us. So, I kind of uh, before we get into the uh, what we saw yesterday on uh, on CBS, um, just uh, St. Louis. It's a perfect spot for it. What were the crowds like uh, over the? Uh, I guess over the weekend in particular, Josh. Ah, uh,
3: yeah. Certainly, the crowds grew as the weekend went on. Um, you and I and Drake had nice fan turnouts on Friday, and it, there seemed to be a few more fans for both you and I and Drake on, on Saturday and I think that Drake crowd grew even a little bit more uh, for the championship game yesterday and from a, from a fan standpoint, Ken, I'm excited to see next year with the jump to 12 teams, with Murray State and Belmont, uh, I think the crowds next year throughout the weekend have a potential to be even better next year with, with those two teams in particular. Joining
2: the league, yeah, I'm with you. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, we've seen it banged out in the past. Now, did they even open the uh, the upper deck? I don't recall. Maybe they might have. Um, what, was it open?
3: I don't believe the upper bowl itself was open, but there, there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of an area between the main upper deck and the lower deck on the suite level. Uh, those seats were opened up, but I don't recall ever seeing. If the curtain was off the upper deck, it was only off a portion of it, if I remember correctly.
2: All right, so let's go back to Saturday before we get into the championship. Um, Loyola in Northern Iowa, it was, uh, wasn't was the Panthers' day. Loyola just clamped down on defense. Um, I mean, they, re- they really committed to the defensive end of the floor. Your thoughts on what the Panthers will take away from their weekend, from their two days in St. Louis? Well,
3: I, I think... Uh, Friday, of course, the win over Illinois State. Uh, they certainly played well in that game. Um, Saturday, playing Loyola. You know, the, the big difference for Loyola, Ken, coming into this weekend was uh, they, they got Marquise Kennedy back, uh, who had sat out in the last, I believe it was seven games of the regular season, uh, recovering from an injury. And he, he makes such a difference on the defensive end, Ken, for that Loyola team. Um, and Lilly defensively held you and I without a made field goal for the last 15 minutes mm. and 12 Jeez. seconds of regulation. And it's, in, it's interesting, Ken, in that stretch there, that last 15 minutes, to me, there was really only a couple of shots that, that were kind of ill advised or early in the shot clock. Most of those field goal attempts were, you know, layups, jumpers, and threes that you and I players would make a majority of the time. So, as you mentioned, you no know, credit oil on the defense, ben, but also it really just wasn't you and I's day offensively there their those last 15 minutes, as you mentioned.
2: Well, I thought it was going to be Drake's day yesterday that they were going to uh, pull off the upset, and they certainly got off to a terrific start. Uh, it was, it seemed, and it was early, I don't know if it was the turning point in the game, but it seemed like... When Drake got out to that early lead, they're up uh 10 or 12 points, 18-6, 18 to 8 somewhere in that neighborhood, only to watch Loyola really uh start to take it uh, to, to take care of the defensive end of the floor while they seemingly uh got what they wanted. You got down low was was terrific as he always is. It seemed like it was that spurt when Drake had a chance to even open up a bigger lead only to see Loyola come back and and take a lead into the locker room after 20 minutes. Uh that that that's- it seems to me that it was a pretty important part of the basketball game.
3: I that that was a big stretch really. that was certainly a big stretch early. I believe it was a ten nothing run or ten nothing or twelve oh run for Drake to get out to that ten point lead that you mentioned there, eighteen to eight ten. Loyola then goes on a nineteen nothing run mm. to, to to take the lead back. And then Drake close to the half on a seven nothing run to get within two at the half. So the 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 first half was certainly a half of run, and and then in the second half, uh, just some, some missed shots for Drake. Loyola turned up the defense, and that 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 decided the game there uh, uh, yesterday. But so the, the, semi, the go,
2: go ahead, Ken. No, no, no fine, fine. I was just going to ask you: Was there? I mean, I know that there's nothing definitive, but did you get the sense talking to people after the game that uh, that? The NIT will take a good long look at Drake. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. We know you and I's in as the conference regular season conference champion, but uh, what what was kind of the speculation? I get Josh uh, pursuant to Drake and their chances uh, of getting one of the NIT bids.
3: Well, uh, in talking to a friend of the program, Kevin Layman, yesterday, uh, we we actually I had a discussion with that uh, amongst ourselves and a couple other of the, uh, Valley television folks that were down there for the weekend as it relates to the NIT. Um, I, I think Drake certainly has a chance. I think Missouri state has an opportunity uh, in the NIT. The question becomes both of those teams certainly have resumes worthy of an NIT opportunity. Does the NIT selection committee take both those teams or only one of those teams? Mm. Um, I don't think there's any question Drake will have postseason play. Um, I think it's probably the NIT or the CBI. I would say, um, but th- they'll, they'll certainly have postseason opportunities if they want. Them, I would
2: imagine. Good stuff, Josh. We are out of hour. Thank you for uh, for doing this for us. Enjoyed speaking with you on Friday uh, and setting up the weekend, and then uh, recapping it here with us uh, this morning, Josh Bet. Josh Bet Sports. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate you coming on. Great to catch yeah, up yeah. with you.
3: Yep, you're welcome, Ken. Thank you for the opportunity. Great to join you as always. Take
2: care. Good to hear from you. Josh Betts, as we recap uh, the weekend in the loo. Hour number two, Rob Doster, field of 68, go around college basketball from a national perspective. North Carolina upset Drake, or Drake Duke. Not a lot of tear shed, I don't think, around the country uh, with that one, but we'll get into that and All the national stuff from the weekend with Rob Doster. And Nick Olson on Iowa State about 11.30. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.